I'm Jen Schrader, and this is Behind the Springs, conversations with the people working for you in Colorado Springs, Olympic City, USA. Hello, hello. Welcome to Behind the Springs. We want you to mark your calendars coming up September 30th through October 8th for a community tradition here in the city of Colorado Springs. Um, We are so proud to be a part of it. It is the 10th annual Creek Week Cleanup. You may have heard about it. You may not have. That's okay. Stay with us. Um, Thousands of volunteers come out every year. There are lots of locations to choose from. And not only do these efforts protect our waterways, which is really the basis of Creek Week, um, but it also just creates a more beautiful place to live. So uh, Jerry Cordova is here. He is a stormwater specialist in our public works department. And Jerry, thanks for being my guest. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to have you here and talking about Creek Week. You and I have talked about it for the last few years together, and it's sort of taken on a life of its own. It keeps growing. It keeps getting better and better. Um, I'm hearing it's the largest watershed-wide cleanup in the state of Colorado. Tell us what that means and how it kind of came to be. A little bit of a history, if you can. Certainly. So back in 2014, there was a few of us who sat down and were brainstorming what we could do to make this place better. And Allison Shook, the executive director for the Fountain Creek Watershed, Flood Control, and Greenway District, uh, had this great idea of why don't we all take action and do a cleanup? And so we thought that sounds like a wonderful idea. In different jurisdictions, different municipalities, we were all doing something similar, but nothing really unified at a watershed level. And so we all live in the Fountain Creek watershed that extends. Thank from- you for clarifying that. Yes, yeah, some people don't know. So <laughs> right? what is the Fountain Creek watershed? Yes. Yep. So, um, but it's a large chunk of land that extends from the town of Monument up north to Pueblo down south, Pikes Peak on the west of us, and kind of disappears in the foothills by Corral Bluffs. It's about a 925 square mile area of land um, that all the water drains through. So there's many creeks and tributaries that all flow through that uh, and work their way down to the Arkansas River. So a litter cleanup was really a great way to take action, to get everyone involved, to feel good, and see an immediate result, right? When you go out and you pick up trash along a trail or in a public open space, um, you can see the difference because the trash is no longer there, carry that bag out, and keep the land beautiful. So in 2014 is when that started and has just continued to grow. Uh, I would say it was more of a grassroots effort. It was just a few of us diehards who loved being outside, enjoying the open spaces, trying to make it more beautiful and more healthy. And then that grew uh, over the years to gain some political support. And so one of the first things that was done was coming up with proclamations. We wanted each municipality and jurisdiction to really take ownership over their own land, right, their own back door. And so we thought if we got city council involved, the mayors, then that would really take hold. It would um, solidify that process. And so now there's eight communities who acknowledge uh, Creek Week as a proclamation during their city council meetings. There are over 18 organizations that join the cause. Those range from state organizations, local and county governments, to advocacy groups like the Trails and Open Space Coalition, and even with uh, Art Month and supporting the arts in October. They have a litter letter project. And so every year, there's a different letter that gets um, put together with bailing wire and steel to basically create these six-foot letters, three-dimensional. They're individually created, and then uh, an organization would take one of those and fill it with the trash they collect during Creek Week, And then they're reassembled and put on display at America the Beautiful Park. This year, the word is impactful. And so it's really neat to see, you know, organizations, groups um, take ownership over that, fill these letters with 
trash they may have found in the local area, whether it's a waterway or an open space, and then it creates this beautiful word. And when you have Pikes Peak behind that with the rays and the clouds, it's absolutely beautiful. Um, because and it reminds you of what you're Absolutely. what you're removing, right? And it's, it's. Right. I mean, you can look at just the sheer number of trash bags as well, but it's really neat the way you all display that. Does that happen at the end of the week typically or? Yep. Okay. So that'll take place. I don't remember the date off the top of my head, but um, it's it'll be documented on social media and through their website. But it's really neat to be a part of that and go see that. And it stands for the rest of the week um, or through Art Month. And so you can you know go by and, and visit the letters um, as they've kind of been known and so it's a reminder of what was found. You might see a motorcycle helmet or um, strange, you know, dolls or toys. There's other. I know, Jerry, do you plastic. find everything out there? I mean, you've been doing everything. this. Like, what is yeah. the weirdest thing you've ever found? <laughs> <laughs> Not to put you on the spot, but have you have you discovered some things that were just surprising? The most surprising and scary was actually uh, parts of a mannequin doll. What? So. Oh, so did you think it was? I, I thought it was like real. Oh no. Uh, luckily the leg was fake. It was plastic. Yikes. Um, but it was heart-wrenching to come across that. Right. Um, there are other funny things and more lighthearted. Uh, like a helmet or, or really yeah, valuable sometimes. Right, right. right. We found a stars and stripes helmet. Uh, we kind of like the evil Knievel look, you know, mm-hmm. so that was, it was fun. There's a lot of toys and other things, a lot of single-use plastics that are not just the water bottles, um, but toys that last forever, Tonka trucks and different little things. Um, But all those organizations have come together, and that's how really Creek Week got started, and then it's gained momentum in each of these communities and all those organizations that I mentioned um, to become what is now the state's largest single cleanup. Um, It's really nice because it is something that is simple and easy to do. I would say it's really universally accessible to anyone. Uh, We now have trash grabbers and some other things that help folks pick up those things, so whether they're in a wheelchair or a walker, I need assistance, you can work as a team and make sure that everyone has a chance to participate, which has been great. So the Independent Center has been a helpful lead in that and some other groups as well. Um, to go through some numbers, in 2014, when this started, we had 625 volunteers participate, which we were amazed with. That seemed like For a lot. first year, that's great. It was really great. And there were 44 groups, and we removed about 6.8 tons of trash litter throughout the watershed. Moving fast forward, year nine in 2022, there were over 3,000 volunteers who participated, 77 groups, and about 12 and a half tons of trash removed. Wow. So this year, 2023 being year 10, uh, we're looking at growing this to be the largest event thus far uh, and holding that title of the largest cleanup in the state of Colorado. Yeah, we don't want to give away that title, (laughs) all this hard work. And and let's talk about... um, you know, a, a little bit about our specific stormwater system, why it's important that we need volunteers for this, because although we have a whole stormwater team working on these type of projects, they can't also, you know, manage the litter always. We can't do it without right. the public's help is my point. Absolutely. Um, so how can people get involved and why, you know, why do they, why should they get involved? And also just talk about the levels of time commitment because people can really give a lot of time or they can just come out for an hour or two. Right. I mean, Absolutely. we're not, there's, there's no rules. Right. Yeah. So a lot of folks don't understand what stormwater is. Right. And it's really any precipitation that falls to the land. So any snowstorm, any rainstorm that we get when that reaches the ground, that's really where we see stormwater. Uh, that can even be from the irrigation from sprinklers. Right. And a lot of that becomes stormwater runoff when it leaves 
the intended land, uh, your lawn, the golf course works its way through the street and then ultimately to the creek. Um, so that's stormwater and stormwater runoff. The important thing to know about both of those is that stormwater doesn't get filtered or treated. So unlike your sink uh, or any of the piping that's in your home, your drinking water has been filtered or cleaned before it got to your house. And then once you use it, it goes through the pipes and it gets filtered or cleaned at the treatment plant before it goes back into the creek. Stormwater, all the water that's outside your home, doesn't get that treatment. And so it's really up to us to be the best land stewards that we can and be responsible citizens to take care of that outside water, to take care of the rain, right, or the stormwater. And so litter is a big part of that, whether it's windblown trash, whether it's uh, intentional littering, whether it's things we find along these cleanups, um, that's the opportunity to pick those things up. So they're not getting into the waterways. Exactly. And, right. That we want to try to prevent that. And it's not just the city's responsibility. It's all of us as citizens and members of this community to be responsible um, for our own houses, our own backyards, whatever it might be. And then also to volunteer. It's great for the community. Yeah. And you've got, I'm, I'm sure you've heard exceptional feedback from some of these folks, I would imagine, come again year after year, right? They're, Absolutely. It's a tradition for them. Yep. It's uh, very common for folks to return and bring other family members or other friends along with them to the next cleanup. We encourage recruiting. Yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and I know um, every year you all sort of add these special events that make it a lot of fun along the way. What do you have coming up this year right. or what would you like to highlight? Yeah, absolutely. And so most of those cleanups, to answer the second part of your question, was the time frame that's involved. I would oh, yes, say that I didn't. most of the Creek Week cleanups are probably two to three hours. Okay. So when folks visit the website uh, and you register for a location that you just want to go to or it might be closest to your home, uh, you can see the time frames on there. But most are, I would say, 9 to noon, 10 to noon, something like that, which is really manageable to still go to the soccer game, still go see a film, whatever else you want to do um, during your family time. It allows you to come out and give to the community. And that can be part of your family time. Yep, yeah, absolutely. It's a lot of fun to do with friends and family. Yeah, so some interesting events that we have coming up, I guess, on the horizon here um, is that we have on September 29th is going to be our open house, as we call it, uh, of Spring Creek. So this used to be an 18-acre bird sanctuary and wetland area. Had and trails. where is that? It is off of a South Academy and Airport. Okay. Is the easiest look, um, landmark, I guess, to identify where that is. Okay. There's some small strip malls along that section, but there's an 18-acre open space um, behind it, and that's really a unique gem. I, I would say it's a hidden gem in the city, uh, but others have called it an oasis that you know has provided an amazing habitat for birds. At one time, there were trails, and that will come back. So the Army Corps of Engineers and City Stormwater are partnering to look at a renovation project and restore the wetlands of that area. It'll be an ecosystem restoration. Uh, but the Army Corps is coming up on Friday the 29th from 2 to 6, so it's open to the public. Stop by, listen and learn, ask questions, see the poster boards that they have of what makes this area so unique, how, what's going to change will be remarkably different. Um, amazing opportunities for outdoor classrooms. That's close to my heart as an educator and taking folks out to really do some amazing outdoor science. 
Um, but you'll get to hear what the project is going to be and um, what that will look like in the you know, few years to come. Uh, it's going to be. Do you have amazing. information on the on the timeline on that yet, or not quite yet? Not quite yet. Okay, this yeah. is the beginning. Right. Okay. So I just want to mention that that that's it's a big event. It's the day before Creek Week. Okay. And so we will have a Creek Week cleanup that day as well. So if folks want to come out and volunteer, see a new area, and do a good deed, pick up some trash. Two to six is the best time to come out for that. And we'll be on hand with tables and we'll have free gloves, free trash bags we'll give to everyone and show them the property. And so it'll be a really a, a nice way to uh, celebrate that open house and see what's to come. Okay. All right. So that's a big one coming up. It is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that, that one is huge. Okay. And so other ways that people can get involved, we just want to say probably coloradosprings.gov slash creekweek is the best place for them to go. And like you said, these cleanups are really all over town. So they hopefully can find one pretty near to where they live or work or, Absolutely. or play. Yeah. Yep. Their favorite open space or whatever it might be. Right. Yeah. Colorado Springs is the largest municipality in the Fountain Creek watershed. And I think that being a 200 square mile city, we have 24 sub-basins is what we call them. So in each sub-basin, there's a major creek, okay. like Fountain Creek, like Monument Creek. But there's 22 others with hundreds of tributaries. It's a fancy word for a little creek that flows into a larger creek. I appreciate uh, those definitions. <laughs> I really do. But there's Because we don't say tributaries normally, no, but often, you right? guys do. Yes. Okay. But there's lots of area land and lots of waterways um, to go to, and there's lots of areas to register, over 100 through our general watershed. But as a city, um, we have 75 Adopt-A-Waterway groups who also help with the Creek Week as well as throughout the year. Um, so there's about 86% of the volunteers who really are from the city of Colorado Springs, which means that's about 63% of the litter that's been collected during Creek Week comes from within our city. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean it's all generated here because things flow downstream, mm-hmm. um, but we are able to help remove that and prevent it from going downstream is why I wanted to mention those numbers. But there are lots of places throughout the entire city where you could register whether you want to see someplace new like Spring Creek or whether you just want to be close to home and knock something out in the morning, you could certainly do that. Uh, but, but lots of opportunities. But that's a great point that you bring up that peop- that this is a great opportunity to get involved. But these groups are doing this year round because we could just do Creek Week and call it good because right. unfortunately uh, the trash piles up. And so we've got it. They've got to maintain those areas and they exactly. do that throughout the year. Okay. Yeah. So throughout the calendar year um, in the education and outreach program, I've tried to create bookends. So in the springtime, we have the Great American Cleanup that we support. And in the fall would be Creek Week. Okay. In between all of that, there's still trash. There's still a desire to volunteer. And so the Adopt-A-Waterway program or trash mobs are a great way for folks to participate throughout the year. So we just got you out there if you're listening and saying, oh, I'm so busy September 30th through October 8th. Have no fear because we have other cleanups available. But Absolutely. this this Creek Week is really a fun opportunity to get involved. It's really a fun way to do it. And even if even if you're not able to get involved, we just want people to be aware that this is happening and that I think it's awesome that the city is investing time um, and some resources into the awareness, right? The awareness, the education, right. which is really your role here at the city and letting people know why we're doing this. What is, you know, what is the why? So thanks for explaining that to everybody. Yeah. There's many opportunities to do that. And I think that everyone can make it fit their schedule. Yeah. So you were, just to be clear, you were here in 2014 when this began? 
When did you start with the city? I, can't I was remember. with a different uh, municipality. Okay, but, but you I were was part one of the, the or- originators. Part of the founding. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And then came over to the city. Correct. Yes. Okay. So all t- all ten years. Can you believe it's been ten years? I cannot. But it's, my hair shows it. It's, <laughs> it's grown like crazy. Yeah. Yes. But you'll still be out there. Absolutely. I know, I know you love it. doing it as well. Well, thanks, Jerry, for coming by. And thank you, everyone, for listening to Behind the Springs. One more um, reminder, coloradosprings.gov slash Creek Week. Thanks, Jerry. Thank you.